0: Hello, everybody. Welcome to this Talking Tendons podcast. My name is uh, Prof Peter Meliard from Monash University. So, in the last episode, we did talk about um, uh, we did talk about the relationship between uh, load, pain, and kinesiophobia, which is a really interesting one. And we talked about some of the sort of how that may influence assessment. Um, so, have a look at that um, if you haven't already. This this discussion today will probably extend some of those ideas. Um, and it's all going to be based around a topical review that I wrote for Journal of Physiotherapy just this year, um, and um, it's called Management Physiotherapy Management of Achilles Tendinopathy. So, as I say, last last week we talked more about kinesiophobia and low test pain how it influences assessment. This week we'll talk more about exercise. So we know that um, when we're doing exercise for Achilles tendinopathy. There's no real gold standard. We've got things like the heavy slow resistance program, the silver nagle program. They're all they're really good programs uh, in their own way, and um, uh, we know that the evidence shows that for at least self-reported pain and disability outcomes, there's not really much difference between some of these programs, um, uh, and that sort of then leads to questions about uh, the mechanisms. Of these programs given they're so different and they lead to similar outcomes the other thing that makes us question mechanisms so we used to have this um, really biomedical view of Achilles tendinopathy, where we thought that you know if you just get them stronger and you just load the tendon it will heal a bit and then the pain will get better um, well now we know that that doesn't really happen because you can get them, you can improve pain and often pain does improve and so does self-reported disability, but their tendon uh, in terms of pathology still looks the same. And their strength sometimes doesn't improve, actually commonly doesn't improve. So um, we know it's not a simple case of just loading and everything will magically improve because their tendon will heal. Um, so, what are the mechanisms? Well, we know for other persistent musculoskeletal pain that um, exercise is a really good way to improve confidence, improve self-efficacy, and reduce um, movement-related fear. Uh, so, so again, back to linking back to kinesiophobia. If we if we can influence some of these outcomes, potentially they mediate some of the improvements that we see uh, in pain with exercise. Um, so um so then thinking uh linking that back to what we talked about last week um, there's a section in the topical review where i propose that um, we can view Achilles tenopathy rehabilitation as a as a type of greater exposure so i just wanted to explore that in a little bit of detail a little bit more detail in this um uh, episode today so think about it as a spectrum so you've got people on one end of the spectrum that are very pain dominant and pain is probably not a bad indication of how much tendon load they're getting. Uh, So therefore you can use pain as a really good guide for them. They've got low kinesiophobia. If you think about the opposite end of the spectrum, you've got people with really high kinesiophobia. So high in fact that sometimes they just stop everything. They just don't want to do anything. Uh, Not because of pain, the pain improves, it goes because they've stopped everything. Uh, It's because they're fearful of uh, causing any injury, damage, um, a flare-up. They're not sure. So uh, these are the people that um, you can adopt a typical graded exposure approach where you're just gradually increasing the exposure of the tendon to loading. Um, And you can use just general principles of how much load the tendencies with different activities um, have a look at figure two I think it is in the topical review because that gives body weights loading for different activities progressing from calf raises to running walking loading with hopping etc um, so you can use that as a guide but you also have to be thinking and conscious about the patient preferences so um, you know the patient's uh, Perceived threats of certain activities will influence that progression as well. So you might go sideways or backwards sometimes because certain activities they perceive as uh, more threatening than others. And a really good example of that is when we're starting to progress to more, um, when you're starting to progress to more sort of plyometric hopping activities, but even jumping and landing. Uh, So you might find that... um, Uh, you know people are starting to be more apprehensive Um, and we talked about some of the assessments and looking at you know uh, detecting signs of apprehension um, when they're doing activities like this so uh, so you're looking for those um, signs now they might also be reporting that they're really um, tentative or not wanting to do certain activities and then um, you know so for example it might be that when you start doing say a landing activity um, double leg is okay but once you go to single leg people are you know, not wanting to do it or really apprehensive and therefore you might need to modify you might need to go sideways to a different activity with a similar load profile or you might need to then just use it modify uh, that landing on single leg by using a very much smaller step um, so that's how for these people you can use a combination of um, uh, of you know not only uh, what you think is a reasonable progression of loading uh, for the individual but also uh, their preferences as well Um, And then um, if you're thinking about that spectrum, um, you know, you've also got people in the middle and these people um, have probably got a mix of kinesiophobia Um, as maybe not as high kinesiophobia where they stop everything but there's some kinesiophobia that might be influencing their pain expression so you're largely guided by pain for these people as well but you're also keeping an eye on what you think is a reasonable progression based on what you know about general loading principles uh, for uh, for Achilles tendinopathy so again look at that figure in uh, the topical review I'm pretty sure it is figure two um, and that will give you an idea um, so hopefully that's helpful. So looking at progressing this conversation about uh, load and kinesiophobia, which I think is is really an interesting one and has some implications, as we talked about in the first Talking Tendons um, of this series for assessment and now also some implications for your exercise choices and progressions. Excellent. So I'll do one more um, Talking Tendons in this series. It will be um, on... Moving on to more education. So we'll touch on uh, kinesiophobia in that one, but also lots of other stuff. See you next time.